Hello, friends. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash geekcastlive. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, Knuckleheads, GCR here telling you to get over to DeathWishCoffee.com. Use our discount code GEEKCAST to save 15% on coffee, mugs, and DeathWish Coffee merchandise. Thank me later. Hey, guys, Rob Bass here. Just wanted to let you know that if you like our podcast and want to support us, be sure to check us out at Patreon.com slash GeekCastLive. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekcast live geekcast joe here if you enjoy our show be sure to like subscribe and share with your friends you can find us every saturday morning on itunes facebook and twitter just search geekcast live it's a trap You can't pick it up from there? (laughs) Welcome to episode 315 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host. (laughs) We were just carrying (laughs) your torch. All right. (laughs) Ryan was here, and then then his sack bled, and things went sideways. But he'll be back. Apparently, you guys wanted to just roll with it, so what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm just going to let you roll with it. Well, we thought you were bleeding out from your ball sack, and we wanted to make sure that you iced up oh. properly. No, I just I picked the scab, and, but we're all we're all good. There's no there's no excessive bleeding. It's just an angry red spot now. So, and which is what it was. Clear, just to be clear, it's where on my sack. Okay, that's mm-hmm. wondrous. Just under the shafto. Oh, it's like, it's at the the joint. It's well, what I wouldn't say it's a little below the joint. Just happened. It's so like North Taint. <laughs> yeah no well, oh. it's, yeah, well no, it's it's well north of the taint it's on it's like where this it's almost where the sack turnpike decides the clover leaf into the shaft road well i mean that's what i'm saying like what do you call I mean, that's you've 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 tainted all the way to your ball sack gone over the sack so is there nothing what, there needs to be a name for that <laughs> is there like a word for You're the talking about holy hell man Force of God. Are you talking like there you're talking like the like the armpit of the groin? <laughs> like right Yeah, like with, the, yeah, yeah where the, the the general Terra Haute area of your genitals. I think, I think that's called I think uh, that's that's, that's called, the Gary, I think, is what I you're looking for there. I, I think it's called the punt. I think that it's like like the bottom of a wine bottle. It's that's the um, it's the punt of your of your uh, your crumb. It's your crumb punt. <laughs> that's it put it on the board <laughs> yeah the scab is in my crumb punt survey i think says. we just i think you just leave it at punt. people you think you just because just I, I think a bunch of people just heard that you're going on a cunt hunt and then i don't know what else it could have been so let's just punt let's so go it's just that. your punt so i yeah, i have a i have a scab in in the punt the punt Which region is of my amongst genitals. the least good places to have one so <laughs> yeah this is because there's movement in and around that area. So, anyway, welcome mood, to the mood fluctuation. 
Welcome to the GeekCast Live podcast. If this is the first time listening, good for you for picking this episode. <laughs> Gold uh, star. As you've heard, we are all here. Then we started talking and, about uh, punting. And I, I feel really good about the prospects of tonight's episode. I did. <laughs> uh, which... Which, when I become a high school football coach, my team will never do. I play. I play high school football as if I'm. I'm pretty sure you get. I'm pretty sure you get fired from the school district for that sort as, of punting. As as if I'm as if it's Tecmo Bowl. I I never. I would. I'll never punt, and I'll only onside kick. You always run the flea flicker on fourth and twenty. Or a fumble ruski. Pretty sure mm. a fumble ruski is a drink. Or Christian Akoye up the middle if it's Tech Mobile 2. Super Tech Mobile. Well, Super Tech Mobile, you mean. I don't think it was Tech Mobile 2. Some people might not be old enough to understand that it's Super Tech Mobile. Rob, did you ever play Tech Mobile? Uh, you know, no. I can't say that I ever have. I think that might have been the last great video game. I don't know. There's some Sega Genesis arguments to be made but that's for another show like battle chess i was gonna go like the you know mortal Kombat when it first hit madden what exactly is your definition of the last great game what's well, that i mean well it's kind of a what are the parameters it'd be there? the final one of the really i don't know how Take this one, Ron. Okay, so would would you not consider The Last of Us a a, a great game? Because that was rather recent, I guess. What? And I don't know. That got that got pretty good. Everything. Yeah, I got like. Everywhere. Yeah, I, uh... I'm going Super Mario Kart on or, the N64. Or, or are we going like Pong and like just the the, the revolution of game? No, it has nothing. It, there was nothing revolutionary. I don't think about it. I'm I'm going with literally. Uh, no weakness, front to back. Last, the the last great game we've ever had was Super Tech Mobile. Man, that's a that just sounds like a really bold claim. Uh, well, I'm I'm sticking with I, no, I'm sticking I, no, with. I applaud you for it. I just Mario Kart N64. Big 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 N64, shoes. not Super Nintendo N64. No N64 Mario Kart. Nice, that's a respectable choice Thank actually. You. Flawless, multi-generational, multi-gender. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks they're the best ever at it. In 64 pixels at that? Yeah, exactly. Correct. I think it was 64 bits. Does anyone on here not think that they're the best at that game? I I know that I'm the best. I know that I am. Which is impossible because I'm actually the best at it. Well, let, let's let's see because every guy that every guy that, that thinks he's the best always picks Yoshi. So, well, do you me. pick Yoshi? No. Oh, then there's uh, a chance you might be second best. I'm <laughs> I pick Luigi. I'm gonna win. That's why I pick him. I, I go I Toad. A I'm a Toad fan. guy. You say War? That doesn't surprise me. Did actually, you say Wario, bro. Yeah. If you can win with Wario, if you can win with Wario, you have skill. Yeah, you'd be you'd be the man. Donkey Kong is pretty bad. <laughs> Shadowcaster goes with a DK. 
<laughs> if that's not his new alias, Shadowcaster. Shadowcaster. Yeah. Nope. That's yep, from the anthem of our podcast. <laughs> I like it. I just kind of want that to be my new derogatory term for people. Shadowcaster or Phantom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah or like both. Billy Zane. Both. <laughs> Yeah, the ultimate Hollywood teabagging to just be mixed up as Billy Zane. The only guy who had Zoolander's back, (laughs) Billy Zane. Still his finest moment. Yes, I I totally agree with you. It beats the Titanic. It beats the other movies he was in. It's it's him like setting down his cocktail. (laughs) <laughs> setting down his cocktail to get Zoolander's back. Hey, who's a guy who's... <laughs> it's a walk-off. It's a walk-off. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. Uh shit. Anyway, Nick, this week's do review is yours, by the way. Yeah, and I was really all set to talk about it until you got me on a Billy Zane side tangent. Now I'm just uh, perusing his works real quick. He was in Back to the Future? Yeah, he was uh, Biff Tannen. He was not Biff. You stroke? Sure. You sure? I'm not sure. I'm looking. Yeah, but of course, I just not. wasn't Biff. Shut up. <laughs> I'm actually going to find out who he was, though, because it's intriguing. Talk amongst what was, yourselves. What was he in? Okay. We'll talk amongst ourselves. Hey. Uh, uh, he, he was one of those little, uh, like, <laughs> skateboard doo-woppies. Like with the hover, like the hoverboard guys? No, the first one. Oh. He's, I think he's one of the ones that uh, M. Twitchy like, snaps his little box oh. thing off to make a skateboard. Oh. <laughs> Nick, shake my head. What? What happened? Are you, you want Nick to shake your head? Didn't he? No, you got, you've got, you got a scab by it. Oh. That's good. That's a good play. Back to the back to the fun no conversation. conversation. Ah. Ah. ah, ah, Echo. And it is a. That's you, brother. That ain't me. What's who? What's what? Somebody's got Ryan and me echoing hard. I don't think it'd be me. It might be me. It was I. <laughs> the Phantom got us again. I think it's okay now. Talk, Ryan. Uh, hello, everyone. Hi. I'm here, and no, no seems echo. A, seems so okay. I'm, I'm back from the spirit plane. Apparently, no, I turned it back down to nine. Oh, it was you. It probably was. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, what was your autocorrect, Nick? <laughs> what, was your, <laughs> what was your do review, Nick? Oh, forgive me. I'm resetting here one second. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Um, my my do review is a uh, kind of a catch-all of a website called The Oatmeal, um, written by, uh, it's a one-man show, uh, Matt Enman. I hope I'm saying his name right who I've been a fan of for a couple of years, and I don't know why I didn't just assume that somebody in this clique would be too, like my man Joe. Oh, uh, huge fan. Um, 
yeah, it's just it, it falls in our, in our general wheelhouse of of cracked and dose of Buckley. It's just it's highbrow, you know, intelligent humor. Um, I was actually stupid side story. It was a couple of Christmases ago, and I was doing some last minute shopping, and I was in line at a Barnes and Noble, you know, scavenging for stuff. And on the, you know, the, uh, like the little dragnet counter there that they have at Christmas where they just load up with eye candy and try and get dumb customers like me to grab something. Yeah. They had this bright blue hardback book (laughs) called five very good reasons to punch a dolphin in the mouth. (laughs) And, and and I just couldn't help myself. I picked it up and I was, just flipping through it, and I'm not an impulse purchaser of anything, of anything. But just from my standing in line there, I was like, I need to own this. And I was thinking of actually giving it. I gave it to my sister because she shares that humor. But I read it first, and it's uh, just a book of his comics, and I was I was hooked. It just you know made me kind of laugh out loud in the line and make people give me like the weird look. Um, just just really funny. And so now he's obviously got you know, all of this stuff online. And the one that I sent is one that relates to all of us and all of you listening. And that was just his little, uh, <laughs> first person hate speech from your autocorrect on your phone. And, uh, it, it made me giggle. Well, as, as Joe is want to say, autocorrect is a cruel mistress. Boy. And I, I have, I have a great autocorrect story, but I can't, I actually can't tell it on the podcast. That's. Wow. Wow. uh, Yeah. Racist or sexist or both? Racist. And so I'm not going to go there. Uh, We've all, we've all had it happen, but uh, I would highly encourage you to check out uh, the oatmeal's take on it because he's a, a comic artist slash comedian and his little uh, caricatures kind of really set off his little stories um, the, the and his evil ex- correct guy is just so <laughs> the, classic the best example is remember when have you seen my yoga pants became Isaiah <laughs> <laughs> yogurt ass ants yes <laughs> yep. remember when I'm leaving the house now became I'm lesbian the horse now <laughs> what You're, I think you, you've got some connectivity issues, Nico. What is, I'm, I'm just sitting here listening. I'm good. I'm not even moving. What's with the dad? Did you hear me? What's with the what's going on? The, the, the phantom again. Oh, there's just some conspiratorial whispering happening here. Well, you're gonna let this, I'm, I'm let getting you stand. guys fine. <laughs> Are we going to okay, go, go ahead and proceed? We're going okay. to proceed. Okay. <laughs> As I was saying, I just tend to not correct my autocorrect. I just, just let, let it ride. I just let it ride. And if someone doesn't say anything, I know that they either deciphered it or looked at it and said, like, fuck, he's stoned or Dan or something. <laughs> I just I, I like to I like to make put the uncomfortable on them, whoever I text to, 
to either ask me like, what, what do you, what did you mean? Or to just also roll with it. So I just don't, I just don't correct it anymore. And I, and I'm ducking serious about it. Well, this take is, is written from the first person of, uh, of autocorrect himself, you know, with the idea that we all hate autocorrect. We've all yelled at it. And his take is that, you know, it's an artificial intelligence that's less than 10 years old. And we're a natural intelligence that's millions of years old. And yet we, <laughs> to put this quote, <laughs> you weren't expected to write literature by observing the dirty four fingers of an impatient primate. Which that about sums it up. <laughs> I like how he ended it with just saying, and your worthless piece of hits, fat, stupid mother ducker. Go to heel, heel, heel. H e apostrophe l l. He refers to himself as a Skynet sperm ball, <laughs> developing artificial intelligence that will eventually come to claim us all. <laughs> and that's and pretty indicative. Go ahead. And when I make a mistake, your fat fucking face squishes up like a walnut. You lament it between <laughs> sips of pumpkin spice toilet coffee about how incompetent I am. <laughs> he also really uses the the phrase dong rocket. I was just gonna say well in context. When you were my age, you were being fired out of your father's dong rocket into your mother's hair cave. <laughs> Damn. That is some poetry. Uh, anytime you can use dong rocket it's in context. Classic. So, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it, and I had never actually I've never perused the oatmeal, so that you've was never, my. You've never yelled yourself a nice uh, hot breakfast cereal of comic goodness. I haven't. I'm if you scroll I... down, Rye, um, I uh, would suggest it just links to a bunch of his other comics. Uh, give give the word moist a try. That's a good one. A flow chart. I think I'm also. Also a big fan of the uh, the story about how his cat died. Oh, that's classic. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, flesh out an idea versus flush out an idea is also fantastic. <laughs> did he just did he just call me a bro dog? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. His I'm just a big fan. It's, it's clever, it's short, it's animated, it fits. I just wanted it, to throw that. It out really there. is all good. I would, I would highly suggest anybody out there to, to uh, peruse his works and you know support what he's doing because um, he, he's a, at least he was a couple years ago, basically just a one man operation. Um, so, just a big fan. Shout out to the oatmeal. Is this which Game of Thrones? character is is this his 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 quiz or did you just have some sort of palsy <laughs> i did car? i did i skipped i skipped like a <laughs> like a well like a well treated but poorly used fine young cannibals album god did that just come out of the top of your head yeah why well, was it was I, it well nice? done that was fantastic <laughs> a lucid fine young cannibals blast it drives me work. crazy, Ryan. Coast to coast. <laughs> wow, that was that, that was that was nice. Yeah. We might make something of this show yet. <laughs> okay, so now that that's done, 
your due review, which was a good one. Thank you. Thanks. Because now I'm reading about coffee. Um, or oh, Taco Cat. Probably my favorite. Taco Cat? I didn't see Taco Cat. It's a shirt. Damn it. <laughs> taco Cat spelled backwards is Taco Cat. It's my favorite food and animal. I, I'm going to get you the shirt then. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I was really wanting that shirt. I will wear it the everywhere bummer. and cherish it. The bummer about this websites like this is that while I'm now trying to con uh, continue to have a conversation with you fellows, I'm now reading America Explained to Non-Americans. And <laughs> it's hard for me to uh, f focus. <laughs> I don't the think I've read that one. I'm trying to find it. The Statue of Liberty, a gigantic woman trapped on a tiny island from which she can never escape, symbolizes freedom. Bald eagle, commonly referred to as the patriotic Jesus fish bird. This bird is not okay to eat. Thanksgiving turkey. Once a year, we gargle the oily bird flesh of these creatures to celebrate our victory over the barbarian heretics who used to rule these lands. This bird, <laughs> this bird is okay to eat. Oh, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Sam, sometimes called the Gandalf of America, he flies around in an attack helicopter and shoots bottle rockets from his crotch. How have I never called him the Gandalf of America? <laughs> Confederate flag, a sticker you put on the back of your pickup truck to announce that you intend to marry your sister. <laughs> Think of it like a white trash save the date. <laughs> <laughs> Amendments. Uh, a list of ratifications to the U.S. Constitution which you can bend, distort, and misinterpret when you want to win a discussion on the Internet, but you don't actually have a rational argument. Hot dogs, dick-shaped meat missiles, <laughs> eat these to celebrate either coitus or an act of war. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, hamburgers, George Washington flesh frisbees. Eat these to celebrate seeing boobs on a day when you did not expect to see boobs. French fries, potato phallus fat swords. Eat these because fuck it. <laughs> the 4th of July the day we celebrate our independence through alcoholism, concussive explosions and by scaring the shit out of our pets <laughs> there you have it and that guy's drinking a bottle of the guy in that uh, the little drawing about the 4th of July is drinking Kirkland's signature pork chop vodka <laughs> <laughs> meaning he bought it at Costco which is the best part it's put oh, good. It is actually more American. Are there any like uh, movies or TV shows coming out in the next week of any import? Yes, yes. I don't know. Most death, and not the rapper. No. I was going to say bad Bruce Willis movie. Sixteen blocks. Yeah, fourteen. How many blocks? You're the thinking kid? of whichever. Too many. <laughs> the kid. Good answer. Good answer, Hudson Hawk. <laughs> I strive. Joe's been hitting his his movie reference game lately. Well, I think he's been... Are you taking medicine here, Joe Fasia? Because you've seemed to come out of that steep dive. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. Or did you just... It's been, it's been surprisingly lucid. I'm not sure. Are you not taking sure. Well, I've been taking a nice dose of pop culture lately. Yeah. 
You sure nope. it's not Dana White's brain pills or whatever they are? It's Oikos brand uh, pop culture yogurt. You've been taking the red two pill? <laughs> Oikos well, brand pop oil. culture yogurt. That's funny. <laughs> they say the krill oil is the thing. It really helps the heart. So that's what I just We all know the heart is the key to the mind. That's what they say. That's what they say. Anyway, uh, we have uh, Marvel's Civil War in a week, in a week's time, less than mm. a fortnight. I cannot wait. How about a fortnight, roughly? Uh, are we willing to to pre-call uh, what team we're taking? I think we have yes. to. I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm Team Cap. Oh yeah, I, you. I too am Team Cap. Ugh. You're all interesting. Oh Rob, you silly bitch. <laughs> Tony Stark I, all the way. Only, really, only because they, there's that clip that they ran where it's all the Avengers, like, in street clothes, sitting around discussing whether or not it's something they should do. And uh, I like Cap's argument better. I think that's why I finally chose Team Cap, to be honest. I chose oh, Team Cap because I, I think I am not a fan of Spider-Man, little panty-waist web crawler that he is. So I was going to say off. also because Ant-Man. Yeah, well, same thing. <laughs> Better insect ally. You know, I didn't realize that they each have an insect ally. Do you think that's on purpose? Yes. Mm. Well, I got a little... Uh, uh, I've been trying to find any uh, information on an after credit scene. Has anybody found anything or seen anything? I haven't heard anything I, about that yet. The no, Russo's, they're pretty tight-lipped on it so far. The, the Russos have confirmed three. Okay. Oh, wow. Three after credit scenes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Different so, ones? So I'm guessing there's going to be like the... Uh, like no, a, same one three times. It'll Shut be, up, Joe. It'll, it'll be roll credits, and then they'll do like the, uh, the fancy animated credits, you know, where it's like, uh, you know, animated. And then before comic, they get to just... Page flippage? Right. Before they actually get to the actual credits, they'll probably do like a mid credit scene. That's got to be the first one, but then two more. So uh, like a mid credit scene, a, a mid mid credit scene, and then the end credit scene, maybe? I don't know. But uh, I, Any guesses on well, what? Uh, the Hulk was going to be in one of them. They were going to kind of basically let us uh, know what he's been doing. Right. In in the end credit scene, they're going to catch us up on like where the Hulk went after Age of uh, Ultron and and like where he's at now, because he's going to the Hulk is in the new Thor movie, which is coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah. It's a Hulk and Thor. I thought they'd save him for Infinity Wars. He is going to be he's uh he's with Thor up in Asgard. How he gets there, what he does there, we don't know, but it's a Thor Hulk like buddy movie. Ooh. Oh, they're supposed to be buddies. Um, OK. Like a Thor yeah. Hulk? No, no. Meet, like Asgardian buddy cop well, movie? Well, I mean, like a Turner and there Hooch. have been several times where Loki's got a hold of the Hulk and just kind of unleashed him on shit. So it's you, not you know what, far-fetched. Rob, Rob, I actually can't. I, I can't speak to that. That might be it. That might be Loki's whole thing is to use the Hulk as like a bad guy. But I just don't see them, you know, in a sense, this would be Hulk's. This is going to probably be the only solo Hulk movie we're going to get. So I would hate to see them do like a Hawkeye on them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, they but could. At the same time, you, you're I not wouldn't wrong. mind seeing the Hulk try and tear through literally all of Asgard. Well, Hulk's not quite so badass in old Asgard. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Hulk's a badass Relatively. anywhere. No, still yeah, a badass anywhere. Nick's, Nick's last... Yeah, his his strength is directly tied to how angry he is, and there's no limit to that. Yeah, I don't think Asgard changes that. No, but Thor and Hulk kind of went. Uh, I, I don't want to say kind of wash each other out. Just I don't want to say toe to toe, but they uh, you right. put a you put a bunch of Thors in a room with Hulk. It's not as uh, I think Nick's last the last word in Nick's sentence was relatively. I, I think I think you're both comparatively, right. but either way, it works. But go on with your uh, great joke when it comes to Asgardian humor. Oh, Joe, you're you're on point. You're sharp tonight, Joe. Yeah, thanks. So razor's edge with you. I, I just I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what the after credit scenes are going to be. I mean, they're going to have to. I I think we know that it's not Hulk. We know that there's three, and we know that it will not involve Thanos. Don't you think one of them would be? That's on them doing like a West Side Story uh, team cap and team. Like a Jets Iron and the Man, Sharks thing? Uh, in the same Don's diner, like avoiding each other? Mm, uh, yeah. I, I would think, think that uh, if there's three, one of them would be Spider Man. I think so too. Or Spider Man centric. Yeah. Probably Spider Man. You think of Doctor Strange? I uh, made Black Panther. Probably made, made, well, I've, I've heard they actually, they even though they wrote him in, they didn't write him in, but they he was an afterthought to Civil War, the, his, the size of his role. They do a pretty good job of, um, the word escapes me because my vocabulary has gone to shit tonight, but of hashing out the backstory of Black Panther. I mean, yeah, he was small he was, scale, he but was they... Going to be- the article I read is that he was he, he was going to be in it like T'Challa was going to be in it. Yeah, but um, a smaller part. Right, and he but he was never actually going to be the Black Panther. They were just going to basically introduce the character. Yeah, um, and set up his feature film. And then when it looked like they weren't going to get Spider Man, they made the Black Panther role much bigger. And then when they got Spider Man, they just they they liked what they did so much that they just left the Black Panther in Civil War, which is a good call. I yeah, think. I would say that that makes me really happy. Yeah. So that, but isn't that next up even before, or is it before or after? It's after. It's, uh, I, I believe Doctor it's Strange. It's next year. Um, next year is uh, is Thor, Black Panther, and Guardians of the Galaxy two. Which I'll just year. skip over and wait for Infinity Wars. So we just have we have just Doctor Strange uh, this year is the only Marvel movie. Uh, I don't want to watch the related. Motown dancing Groot root. Why would longer. you not want to watch that? See, I, Guardians is in my top three Marvel movies of all time. Yeah, Guardians was damn good. Yeah, Dar- yeah, it was really good. For me, it's... Well, all right, fine. Fuck off. It, it was good. It wasn't certainly wasn't bad. I just, I'm not, I'm not excited for that storyline. For, for me, right right now, my top three Marvel movies in order are uh, Ant-Man 1, uh, Winter Soldier you Ant- 2. What is, you've gone through like some sort of a early midlife thing that 
I'm here for you. Like I a, support like you, a, but I'm like I'm not a tragedy or some sort of crises, if you will. I'm not I'm not tuned to your ham radio like I once was. I'm sorry. I've got Ant Man one. I've got uh, Winter Soldier two and Guardians three. Wow, Winter Soldier two. Yeah. Oh, that's your second spot. Gotcha. I thought you were. <laughs> also. Oh, parentheses. oh, you've got you've got this, you've got Winter Soldier part two. None of wow, none of those three that you just mentioned was better than the first Avengers. Uh, yeah, all three of them were because I had the first Avengers at four. But that's up to you. Yeah, but, but you're wrong. That's why so I'm trying to help mm-hmm. you. No, I liked Ant Man a lot. No, I have the and, definitive rankings. So, and Winter Soldier was good, but uh, a lot of chaos and again fake deaths, which as you know is my bane. Mm, you're thinking of the last Batman with Christian Bale. Mm, or the new Batman and- with Ben Affleck. <laughs> and Superman coming back from Martha. the dead. Martha. No, that's How in the do next you know one. that name? <laughs> oh, that, 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 was, that scene's tough. That was me recreating a really shitty scene from that I movie. I thought the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy was one of the best opening scenes and then slow, uh, recently eclipsed by Deadpool's opening scene, but was phenomenal. But the rest of that movie, I didn't, I, I, I just wasn't, it wasn't as awesome as, like, I'm not so eager for the next one comparatively to everything else that Marvel has going on. Not that it was bad, just wasn't as captivating to me. Well, I'm sorry, you're wrong. And it's certainly not in the top three. Well, fuck what you say. <laughs> Did you see there? I just saw a, a Civil War trailer actually, um, where there's a voiceover by Tony Stark, and it's it, it's at the scene where he's uh, like Rhodey is like it looks like he's dead and like he's been shot in the chest. Mm-hmm. You, you've you've seen that, and yeah. and right as that scene goes by, Tony says, "I was wrong about you. Thor was wrong about you." So I'm thinking he's talking about Vision. Oh wow! Uh, Vision is on Team Iron Man. Yeah. Do you think he he? Well, he that shoots, totally that, that would totally does he shoot on Rhodey. Who? Does he shoot down War Machine? Does Vision? Yeah. Does the Vision shoot down War Machine? Yeah, they're on the same team, but he just it it. I'm over gonna the say trail, over yes, the... and it's probably just going to be because of Scarlet Witch, actually. Not because what, of mind what, control what shit and shenanigans, there? but if, I, I could see them trying to, if, to unfold the, that vision, Scarlet Witch romance story. Has anybody slow-mo broke down the trailer when at the end when they're all kind of you know charging each other at the airfield? Has anybody slowed it down and tried to see who all makes up both sides? I mean, yeah, we, we know it, who makes it, up that. It's well, also we know really that easy fight. to just edit out a couple of people from the footage that you're putting in the trailer. Right. But we know we know that in that in that final fight from what we know, from what they've shown us, it's I, I couldn't really I couldn't really see the team Stark side very well. Well, they 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 also in in some of the trailers, they actually give you the names. It's like Team Iron Man and then the list. Oh, really? I haven't seen yeah. that. OK, I'm sorry. No, I'll I'm try fine. and find Educate you. Educate me. It's. It's Black Panther, uh, Iron Man, mm-hmm. Vision, Black Widow, War Machine against uh, Black Spider-Man. Widow goes on Team Stark. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm expecting well, she, her to it, play Double Agent a couple of times. Yeah, I She's agree. She's way more Cap than well, whatever. Yeah, hence, like the story. Work. Hence the Double Agent story. 
Thanks. Now, I, I think with her backstory, she needs to stay legit with the law, and Cap kind of goes lawless there for a while. Well, doesn't doesn't Vision just skew the balance of power? Yeah, but you also have somebody on the other side who can literally just rewrite reality. reality. Yeah, Scarlet, so, which is basically the whole. That's a thing. Scarlet, which is the is the tank. <laughs> the mm. tank. So, well, to use like D and D character pseudonyms. I'm gonna go with I mean, game breaking glass cannon. Yeah, I was gonna say the exact same thing, Robert. So it's Scarlet Witch, it's Falcon, Ant Man, Cap, Hawkeye. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the Winter Soldier. Oh. Bucky. Yeah, Bucky. 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 Yes. Oh, Bucky. Jesus. Bucky. He of the hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we also have we also have uh Daniel Brule who's playing uh Baron Helmet Zemo. Mm-hmm. Um, who is a longtime Captain Mar or Captain Marvel, Cap uh, America villain. Mm-hmm. So whether or not he actually goes full fucking purple sweatsuit in this movie, we don't know. I hope he does. And then we also have Martin Freeman, Bilbo, who is playing supposedly Some CGI generated character. No, a, a, a government agent who. Doesn't I mean he's just playing some government agent? I I'm wondering which one of them is going to become the Red Skull, but that's just me. I hope it's Bilbo. Mm. They're going to re bring back Red Skull. Yeah, there's no reason I, he wouldn't. I think they have to at some point. Red Skull is going to be back in the MCU. And see, I don't Why? think that's well because from all the rumors that I, I mean, and again, rumor mongering, but mm. Thanos isn't going to be the only bad guy in the Infinity War movies. Yeah. Um, and, and why would you waste the Red Skull? I mean, they 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 used like they they half-ass used him once. Well, that's to mention he that was the Red still Skull alive at the end of the movie. Red Skull always fucking it's like he always comes back. And you know, a lot of people thought Robert Redford in Winter Soldier was going to be the Red Skull, which would have been. I'm actually cool. still surprised he wasn't. Yeah, I, in I the comic too. book, is Red Skull a different person over and over again? Like they, somebody assumes the t- the title of Red Skull. Or is it supposed to be the same dude? It's the same guy. So it's always it's the, it's actually how do they account guy. for the how do they account for the time lapse? Like Cap was frozen for fifty years or whatever, but how do they account for I Red mean, Skull? Cap also ages at a slower rate than most people, but Ooh. and I mean, so I'm not, so I'm super serious. Super soldier serum is in the Matrix. Yeah, because it's it's the same superheroes or super soldier serum. That created the Red Skull, correct? No, but I mean, it, it's same same vein of. Well, but but study. Cap, I mean, Cap doesn't necessarily age slower. He just was supposedly frozen, you know, in stasis for however long it was. Well, I mean, you, true, not wrong, but the Super Soldier Serum also. God, that's so hard to say. The 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 serum fucking also slows down their <laughs> aging process as well. I don't know if that's true okay. in the movies, but it, I, I, it's certainly true in the comics. So, gotcha. I mean, it's Marvel has also introduced more than one long livid character. So, I I guess Baron's or Red Skull being alive for another 50, 60 years is kind of a shrug, I guess. 
Oh, there's no evidence he went to the Grey Havens. Yeah, well, exactly. Marvel doesn't believe in death anyway, as we've established. So I'm saying that's true. It's fine. Red Skull. That's true. Roll his old bones out there. Uh, we're also I see what you we're did also there. gonna see Ant Man go uh uh we're gonna see Ant Man get big in Civil War as well. Ooh. We're gonna see Giant Man. Exciting. So that'll also that'll also help Team Cap. I would only assume. Okay. Do we know if they have a common nemesis at all in that movie? Uh, okay, that, see, that's that's the one thing I don't know is that uh, I, I don't think the movie can end with them all just again being on opposite sides. And now, I don't think it'll be a a like, ah, oh, well, that was a weird four days. Let's go get a shawarma. I don't think it's going to end on that kind of camaraderie. But it's uh, it has to end, and so I think it have to end with a common villain. But I just don't know what it's what that's going to be, or they're just or what or it's going to end just like Civil War ended. Cap's going to lay down his arms. And or Cap's Crossbones see is going to assassinate the fuck out of Captain America. Right. What's a Crossbones? What do you mean? What's a Crossbones? Uh, you know the guy the, that was. The question in... would imply that Crossbones is something I don't know what it is. Crossbones is a another like a super villain for, like a he's a. Uh, he's uh, the guy that is in Winter Soldier that has the. He's like the shield agent that's actually a Hydra agent in Winter Soldier. Which one? The There's... the one, the one at the very end that gets like. Oh, out. the one that's supposed to die, but apparently he's not dead either. That guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. with you now. Yeah, that, that's Crossbones. So Crossbones is either going to, he's either going to kill Cap or Cap's going to realize the destruction that they're causing, just like in the comics all these superheroes fighting each other, that he's eventually going to tell his team to stand down, to sign the accords, and he's going to turn himself in. That might be how it ends. Yeah. So. I'd be disappointed. I'd kind of be disappointed. That's... Uh, I, I would be disappointed if they did that in only one film. I think I think it'd be great if they could carry it over a couple of film storylines and then really update. I wouldn't it. mind the, the Civil War kind of wrapping up in a couple of movies backgrounds. Yeah. Over the course of the next few films. Well, you got to think they've got this pretty well hashed out. I mean, clearly they have no plan and never have. Right. No, we're going to. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I don't. Yeah, but Kevin Feige is uh, just an amazing improv guy. I, I, I would. While I agree with you that that would be nice to see Civil War be drug out into three more movies. I don't look at the current slate of movies and tell me where they're going to do that at. So it's going to be wrapped up in this movie, as cool as it would be to have it go on for three more other movies. I agree. No, I know, I know. It's just it's disappointing to to know that you, that you're right about that. Oh, okay. I just think it's, you guys not gonna. We're not. What, what's up? Go ahead. Well, they're not gonna wrap. They're not gonna take away the Doctor Strange origin story to wrap up the Civil War, or they're not gonna use Ragnarok because that's that's Thor's big movie. Right, and, and they're, they're not gonna and they're not gonna make us wait two years. Right, they're not gonna have us wrap it up in Guardians of the Galaxy either. Right. So well, they, they gotta do something to fill 120 minutes of Black Panther. Well, that's its that's its that's its own story, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's plenty you could do with Wakanda and Chala. 
They've they've already. Not, I mean, they're, they're, I, I've I've lived near there. There's not much to do in Wakanda. <laughs> there's a brewery. <laughs> there's a brewery. You could go to the. Uh, I mean, I guess you can go on like Wakanda Lake, if you have right, a boat. If, you, if yeah, if you've got your fishing license. But other than that, man. There's a nice ball. Hard pressed to kill two hours. The, nice ball diamond by the high school. I guess. I like Chalati as much as anybody, but <laughs> it's pretty close to Gurney. Uh, <laughs> the outlet mall. <laughs> Hop over to Six Flags, come back, get yourself some adamantium. No, I'm sorry, vibranium. Mm-hmm. It's that's a real meta joke run we just went on there. That was a, I, I enjoyed being on that with you. <laughs> so, Rob, I, uh, Wakanda is where I was uh, where I grew up when I before I came to Indiana. Oh, that makes sense. Just say Wakanda, Wakanda, Illinois, which is right there by oh, like where uh, the rest Africa. of my family live. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you mean Uganda? You mean, you mean whole different continent and continent. Good old, good old Six Flags Ivory <laughs> Coast. <laughs> <laughs> you guys going to Six Flags Lesotho this weekend? You guys going to Six Fa- Six Flags Leopoldville? I'm sorry, Six what? Six Flags in Leopoldville. What? <laughs> Something that would not be allowed in today's Africa. Wow. That's that was wow. uh, that was as, that was as Freudian as you get, Joe. It really was. Is it worth talking about the awful debauchery of television that occurred on Sunday? Or are we just going to pretend that it didn't happen? Are you talking about the bastardization about of a song in Ice and Fire? Yeah. That's what I've heard. And you guys all know, and anybody who listens to this goddamn show kind of knows where I sit on this. But I, since I have nothing to lose, I've been reading up on some of the, you know, social media internet blasts riddled with spoiler alerts, but who cares? And if what I'm reading is what actually happened, and again, I don't know because I haven't watched any of this shit, but it's even more of a disgusting blasphemy than I was originally led to believe in terms of the liberties that the show is taking with what I would consider the, you know, canon of the story. But Oh, it's it's they it's it's fucked. You know, my overwhelming uh, support of the show, right? Um. It's uh, oh yeah, it's yeah. Still you and you and your love is, of Victorian like, Greyjoy. I, I, I want to set everything on fire still. So, well, not everything. Well, except for Davos and the Wall. There were a couple of good scenes. I will give it that. The stuff at the Wall, I thought was top. I I enjoyed watching when they cut to the Wall. It was like exciting because it's it's this is good TV again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, the Dornish plot was goddamn te- just terrible, fucking terrible. Just yes, it was. I, I, I think it I've, makes absolute sense for the TV show, though. I've came, well, I've came uh, to terms yeah, with just it. Just cut it out because you you you've already yep. fucking started botching uh, botching it up and putting no effort into well, it whatsoever. Just what, what do you think? The thing is, they realized that there are enough vitriolic book fans who are done with the show. That why would they continue to make the show for you assholes? They're making it. I, see, I, I like it. <laughs> so that what, that what supports you, what do you rash do decisions cancer? and poor writing. I guess, you, Joe. What I, I hear what cancer? you're saying. What? What do you do what? with cancer? If you've got cancer, what do you do? Chemo. Fight it. Cut it out. You, you cut it out. Okay. Dorn was awful. They got destroyed last season for Dorn, so they just 
ended the Dornish plotline. But it's so key to the well. I guess, I, I guess even that's even without it being it's key, key anywhere, store, like what are they planning the on doing? Just having Dorn descend into anarchy for a season, or or They'll just, just no, let Rob, it just fade into black? I'm saying it's never referenced again. God, are we, what uh, a shitty, are we, shitty thing to do. Just I'm serious. Do that we, like, God, that that's was fucking awful. That was Dorn. Do we want to be a spoiler alert show or not? No. We don't care because it bears on spoilers, Saturday. Spoilers, this episode was fucking terrible. I know. Um, well, I, did, I, 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 did I understand? Was was Jamie in Dorn? Oh, yeah. No, in the that, season, was last season. Season. That, was all, that was all last season Jamie was in Dorn. Instead of heading to the Riverlands. What which in the sweet fuck? Yeah, well, well, it was the adventures of Jamie and uh, Braun. Jamie and Braun. Yeah, it's it's it was so weird because like a bosom Hague, buddies. Oh, yes, oh yeah. very much so. And here's all of you. Oh, you know what? I don't even care. I can be the bad guy. I found friends now on this face chat thing. <laughs> so no, fuck you, show people. Listen, and your simpletonness. Consume it with simpleton glee, and I will give, mock you. Give me a second, please. I'm not it, talking about you, Ryan. I'm I, talking I know. About just, I know. I'm trying to get a word in, Edgewise. I don't so even want to hear. It. No, I don't even want to hear it. I'm <laughs> It was so weird because I think it was at the end of season two when Tyrion sends Marcella to Dorne, and they don't make note they don't make mention of it. But when they show her being carted out of like the little harbor out to the boat, there is a sole Kingsguard with her, and so you end that season thinking sweet. And and that Kingsguard in the book was what was that Ares Oakheart? Who was Ares that? Yes. Yep. Yes. Eris okay. Oakheart, yes. So so you, you end season two, and this was still back season one, season two, when the show was was casting Stellar. decisions aside, yeah. it was still it was spot on with the storyline and really, really good. And mm-hmm. so you're thinking coming into season three, they're gonna cast Ares Oakheart, and you're gonna get to see that whole he's in love with Marcella and all this stuff, and they've they've now brought in Dorn, so we we're gonna start seeing the the sand snakes and we're gonna see Dorn Martel who's not going to go and, down like a bitch. It's um, going to be awesome. And then from then on, they never – they first of all, they recast Marcella. So there's a new face. Then they never once mention Ares Oakheart. They never even see a Kingsguard down there again. Yep. And, and, they, and, and, and they totally they, – they had such a chance to do it right and decided to focus elsewhere, whatever the storyline was going. And then they, when they finally got to Dorne, they – I've never seen something mishandled that bad. Yeah, like like and I've seen yeah. like and I've seen like uh, like uh, like bad, bad football handoffs or, um, huh. you know, I, I, I could footage from a Trump rally. <laughs> right. Expendables too. expendable. I've, <laughs> this was so bad. Nick, the and, and here's the word. And then when we met the Red Viper, he was so good. Yeah, the Red Viper was so good. And, and the casting like Dora the casting Martel was perfect, was awesome. All the ca- well, except for the sand snakes, all the well, casting yeah. was great. Dorn, yeah, the sand Dorn snakes was are even like, incredible. I'm not even sure the sand snake casting was bad, but the dialogue was like it's so shoddily written. Had better dialogue. Yeah, I've heard it's just like it's it's like vaudeville. It's, it's childish. It's childish. And then they end last season with with Jamie and Marcella and uh, Tristane Martell, 
and Braun on a boat. They're heading back to what uh, the serious fuck. They're heading back to King's Landing, right? And Jamie and Marcella have like a moment where she admits to to she like says like, by the way, Daddy, I love you, and I'm not ashamed that you're my dad. And they have this moment, and then she dies. She dies in his arms. Arms. Yeah, it's actually it's probably the best redemption moment for Jamie that I've ever seen. They then show Ilaria Sand like drinking an antidote to a poison, and it's very obvious that she, when she gave like uh, the the goodbye kiss to Marcella, she poisoned her. Let's Why? go. To, let's go to last Sunday's episode. <laughs> Okay. Because well, it, it gets better. Why they wanted? Why they wanted to kill Marcella? I don't know why they wanted to do any of what they did. It's it's. There's no reason for any of it. They just the sand stakes are mostly irrelevant in the book. They make a really good point. Or they 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 made it really clear in the in a Cersei and and Red Viper scene where Oberyn says like, "Then you must be lucky. Your daughter's going to Dorne, where we don't kill little girls." And then what do they do? They kill a little girl. It's so. And aren't the sand snakes like super loyal to Oberyn? They're super in the show. They're super loyal to Hilarious Sand. Oh my god. Well, who is apparently on a vindictive warpath to just throw Dorne into a state of anarchy? Right. That's the only thing that she can be doing. She has no fucking endgame. And she and and so she so she. She kills Doran. She stabs Doran in the chest. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Mario Hotel well, gets like a butter knife to the de- back and like falls down dead immediately. He dies instantly like he got a five-finger death punch. Yeah. Like like the bride just did that paralyzed the fucking thing. Actually, actually, it was even more impressive because he didn't even take five steps before his heart exploded. Uh-uh. Yeah. She stabs him. She stabs him. I can only assume Ario Hota who arguably is the baddest of badasses in Westeros, stabs him with a little bitty knife through his, like, leather tunic and armor I'm sure he's wearing, and he dies instantly and, like, trust falls onto his face, paralyzed, as if Hermione Granger petrificus totalist him. I really hope that he was reading the script for this season and just looked down at it and looked back up. Then looked back said, down at it and was just like, what the actual fuck am I doing here? And then I hope he said, here's the deal. When she kills me, I'm going to pretend like I was just frozen because I saw uh, the Gorgon. And I'm going to trust fall onto my face. And you're going to make me do and, take and- after take <laughs> after take until I do a better death. And I'm telling you, I'm not going to. So and you're then gonna fucking I'm going deal to take my last check fa- and go anywhere else because fuck you guys. On the bright side, he earned 30 points for Gryffindor winning the House Cup. <laughs> <laughs> but, here's, but here's not even the worst part, Nick. It can't be worse. I mean, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm literally... Because, because... I'm nauseous. Two of the Sand Snakes, somehow or another, teleported to King's Landing, where they killed Tristane. Well, well firstly, Tristane wasn't on the boat going... To King's Landing, so far as I know. He stayed in uh, Sunspear. I'm almost certain that he didn't go to Are you guys just making stuff up because you know I don't watch the show? No, no, I'm I'm not making it up. And actually, Rob, it's been confirmed that Tristane was 
he was killed on his boat in King's Landing. Well, that's fucking stupid. The the HBO prop department released a picture. You know that scroll that Doran got? Mm-hmm. He they they released a picture of what that scroll was and like uh hey behind the scenes uh from the prop department here's what the scroll looked like and it actually is it's written from Jamie Lannister saying that Marcilla was killed he suspects Elaria of poisoning her um uh Tristane cannot stay in King's Landing because if he does Cersei will have him killed I'm sending him back to be safe so basically, Jamie has every reason in the world to just like turn the boat around and get vengeance, but he he's like smart Jamie now, and he's not going to start a war with Dorn, even though they just killed his daughter. And he's actually rather than holding Tristane hostage, he's going to send him back to Doran as like a as like a, I know you didn't do this; it was Illyria Sand. So HBO has confirmed that Tristane died in King's Landing in harbor in the boat. So the God, Sand Snakes somehow punch them even more. The Sand Snakes, two of the three Sand Snakes, I don't because I'm not even going to try to bother to figure out which one is supposed to be which. Yeah, I wouldn't either. It, it's the fat one with the with the with the spear and the the weird chinned one with the whip. And yeah, uh, yeah, they somehow um, followed Jamie's boat to harbor or uh, used a port key and killed right, Tristan. Or borrowed Peter Baelish's TARDIS. Right. I just don't know. And I honestly think that what they're going to do, I would not be surprised if we never, ever, ever, ever hear of Dorn again. Yeah, I would I wouldn't no. be surprised if So who's gonna be doing all the fighting in Westeros <laughs> you you rule out all of Dorn? What do you like the actual uh, like I mean the the, the, the Reachmen, the Westermen, the Vale, the, the Stormlands, the North. There are plenty of other options, but it's still shitty that they just brought them in to like destroy uh, an entire people and culture and then just move on like nothing happened because oh look, we uh we fucked this up beyond repair, so we're just gonna sweep it under the rug now. They're gonna just like they did with with fucking Gendry or Gendry, whatever you say his name. He's still rowing a boat dare, to the stormlands. Well, I don't even think I remember what that. Uh, he's well. He's uh, he was spirited away by Melisandre. No, by Davos. Yeah, Davos. Melisandre. Melisandre took him to she Dragonstone. She wanted to sacrifice him, right? Yeah. Right. And then Davos speared him away from the Red Witch and sent him to uh, Storm's End. Fucking Storm's End. And he's the last we saw him was in season two. He was rowing or season three, maybe he was rowing a boat uh, to Storm's End. And uh, we've never seen him again. Uh, that's fairly that's fairly true to the book, though. So it's I mean, a, it he's was also just, a blacksmith's apprentice, so he could have just uh, got lost along the shop, way. Not anywhere. Yeah, that's true. That is he's a all, truly, he's also, truly miserable synopsis. He's also uh, like, oh, yeah a lord legitimizing him away from heir of the throne too. So he's not an unimportant character. Right. He's got a role to play. Right. And you'd th- in the book, I've always assumed that in the, like he still has, there's still possibility that his role may be fulfilled somehow as like a, like even in like a black fire rebellion type way. I don't know. It just, uh, it's so weird to me that, and then that's, I think Robin and I are talking about this. Now that, now that all of the Baratheons are dead. What I know, about I know him being the new, but, who was it, Ori's Baratheon? 
Which one was the like, original like, Baratheon whenever Aegon came it, over? And it was Ori's. I believe yeah. it was Ori's. What yeah. if he ends up just being the Ori's Baratheon to Danny? That would be satisfying. I, yeah. Be okay with that. I would not be upset with that. But I sincerely doubt that that's how well, the, the books may go that way, but I doubt the show is. And then there's all sort there's all the other stuff that happened, like uh um Danny being sent to the Temple of Sad Widows. Um right. which the, that, was, that actually no, doesn't that bother me nearly as much just because it's giving Danny yeah, something to do. The, hold on. That we haven't even talked about Melisandra. Uh and and the fact that she's I, actually I, just a what, I feel a like the only year old well, hag. Yep. I have two problems with that scene. One, I guess Jesus my biggest Christ. problem is just that I, because it hasn't been confirmed this by the books unbearable. yet, I'm fucking unbearable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just because it hasn't been confirmed just... by the books yet, I'm kind of skewed by it. But uh, the continuity thing is really what fucking just drives me insane I'm about that. I'm not convinced that. it's the necklace that's the source of the power on that one, though. Joe, they made it perfectly obvious it's the necklace i mean they kind of make that you, obvious you in the very books. well maybe right but it, it it just seemed like if, a really weird MacGuffin. then if if joe uh, joe if if you are right and it's not the necklace then they spent an inordinate amount of time focusing on her necklace focusing on her hand on the necklace having her take the necklace off where you can't see that she's changed setting the necklace on the table lingering on the necklace and then fading up into her, showing that now without the necklace, she's an old woman. If it's not, I, if it has nothing to do with the necklace, why that cinematography? I don't think director? it has nothing to do with the necklace. I think it's a, it's a symbol of her faith, and I think because her faith has been crushed, because now Stannis is dead, and now Jon Snow seems to whoa, be dead. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? In the show, <laughs> Stannis has been beheaded by Brienne of Tarth, allegedly. For what? Uh, for uh, for, for fucking murdering his brother? Yeah, her first love. And her sworn duty to protect. Yeah, yeah. she has plenty of reason to kill Stannis. That's not even like that that's that's what you were bent out of shape about about all of that. <laughs> Fuck you. Are you kidding Before me? The fact that he's actually dead officially God, in the show. God damn it, Nick. You're better than that. Well, I'm I'm just I'm trying to, to make the connection between where they those two storylines are in the book. In the book, Brianna, though, Brianna's no, is, is worlds away Lady from... Stoneheart's what? Lady Stoneheart's penis? I said you're... <laughs> yes. I said you're <laughs> assuming that in the show, Lady Stoneheart exists. Oh, yeah, because she doesn't. Oh, you guys can all fucking eat me. Yeah, she, <laughs> she most definitely does not exist. Sure, that's not key to the story anywhere. <laughs> you mean a fucking... Uh, you mean like a... An avenging uh, zombie Stark is not key to the story. You don't think? No, no you don't. You don't need that. Sense to me. Well, you don't need any Stark. I Starks. think it might be, but only as a legitimized, reborn Jon Snow. If you're gonna, so dare I ask? Really, they that that's that's how they're gonna end the Stannis. God bless it. Stannis. Well, it took okay. twenty good men and Brienne basically yes. To, yes. to take down Stannis. <laughs> Yes. So now what? Oh, I don't even want to know. Yes, I do. Okay, no, I don't. What's going on at the wall then? What's going on in the north in general in this fucking fantastic uh, world? Theon Greyjoy. I'm done. And, All right, enough and, of you. <laughs> it's fine. Theon Greyjoy has sprung Sansa Stark from Winterfell. 
And course, his action yes. sounds as Stark, not like naturally. Yeah, Jane sure. Poole. Westerling mm-hmm. or whatever her name was. Jane, Jane Poole. Poole. Okay. No. Um, sounds riveting. Riveting guys. Uh, Theon was going to give his life up to save Sansa. Uh, that didn't work. And before they were like uh, uh, herded back together to, uh, to Winterfell with uh, the Bolton men, uh, Podrick Payne and Bran of Starth murdered them all. And then Bran of Tarth uh, like swore fealty to Lord Sansa or Lady Sansa. Um, so that's where we're at there. And John's dead, but uh, luckily for him, uh, he's locked in a room with Davos. Dolores Ed and Ghost and some other nameless Night's Watchmen. Right. Who we can trust because reasons. Right. Why, why is he why are they locked in a room? Uh they because are protecting Davos, John's body. Because Davos took command. Right. <laughs> that too. When the sweet chocolate Christ did Davos get to the wall? After uh, with Stannis. Stannis burnt his child to a crisp. Right. Oh, also, you know how in you know how in the book Davos is like uh he was like his head was on a pike at the White Harbor, or, or, or he was last seen or like he was with Rickon and Skagos. Uh, he's actually just at the wall. Don't worry about it. You can't right. see this, but I'm I'm throwing poop at a wall. <laughs> <laughs> but the walls, the wall scenes in that episode were the best of the. They were the best part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Sure, because I, there's I jugglers and, and dancing men and, and a barbershop quartet. One of my uh, other was... favorite scenes was uh, where uh, – actually, I think one of the guys that I had watched the uh, show with summed it up best. Uh, not a not a book reader, mind you, so he's only followed the show up to this point. Um, quote, I really liked it whenever that chick started beating up the blind girl, end quote. Yeah. That was actually a good scene, too. It was a great scene, but I just, like, I I thought it was humorous just out of context. Like, that's that's what people took away from that scene. What's amazing about this show is that if you're, if you've never read the books, it's, like, it's, you, you've got to think it's the best show ever. With with no context of the source material, you didn't mind anything that happened in Dorne. Yeah. The whole thing, everything you've just spent the last minutes on, all sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it was bad. It was a very, it was, uh, and I'm, I'm like, a, I'm a show apologist. I still like the show. I'll still watch it, but I, uh, I, I, I felt like unclean after Sunday's episode. It doesn't even sound riveting. It sounds even more convoluted than the books, which are convoluted as hell. You know, you, I don't, I, I can't visualize where their plot line is going. I have an idea of where their plot line's going, if you'd like to hear it. Uh, I'll give you a couple minutes. Off with the off second, we'll with be able Doyles. to hear it twice. Yeah, Rob's heard this already. Did we, Well, as a guy who's heard it already, do you, do you, lo- like, my, do you like my scenario? Which is, one, is it worth doing it again? Sure. My grand show plot theory, as if I'm Preston Jacobs? Oh, God. I'll listen, listen to it. All right, so here's what I think happens. Melisandre is going to die uh, breathing life back into Jon Snow. She's going to lay Wait upon... Go out on a limb there. Just hold on. She's going to lay upon the same funeral pyre as him. They're going to fucking burn him there at the wall. 
he is going to not die, obviously. He's going to be reborn, and he will be Azora High. He'll actually have Lightbringer and all that. He will then uh, pardon Alistair Thorne and and not, not uh, leave him commander of the Night's Watch. He'll then take all the wildlings and all the guys that followed him, Davos, and he'll march south because he's no longer has any ties to the Night's Watch because he's dead. He's, uh, his, his watch is over. His watch is over. The Night's King, the Night King, will what? take his arm. The what? Oh, uh, Darth Maul, but blue. Right, blue Darth Maul. <laughs> we were introduced. We were introduced to the, the 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 leader of the White Walkers, the Night's King. Oh, for the love of hell! Uh, you know the one who's been stealing all of Craster's sons. Jesus Christ! Uh, and turning him and into turning them into blue-eyed White Walkers, demon babies. Right. They have a king. So, yes. I'm a demon. So he will blow like the horn of ass-fuck destruction, and the wall will come crumbling down. Right. Uh, and uh, not before Jon Snow and his wildlings and all the people favorable to him uh, join teams with uh, Sansa Stark, the Lords of the North, Brienne of Tarth, Podrick Payne, and Theon Greyjoy to kick the fucking Boltons out of Winterfell. And as they're getting ready to celebrate a Stark in Winterfell, they have to turn around and all of them have to fight the White Walkers. But have no fear, Jon Snow will, king the, will kill the Night's King and that whole storyline will come to a close. And then where's the show go? That's the end of the show? Oh, no, no, no. Then they'll probably just focus on Danny getting a... Uh, a fleet of ships from the Greyjoys because the uh, ships that are in the Harbor Marine were burned in last week's episode. Okay, uh, but if the White Walkers are dead, where's the what's the the foil? Oh, it'll just be Danny. It'll just be Danny taking over the throne. That's that's that's, that's what I'm thinking. That's uh, that's my thought. I think that's doable. I think it's the I exact think, kind of low ball ending that we would expect or want from the show, just to kind of wrap it all up in a nice little bow. Yep. I've actually come full circle here. I'm thankful that we've had this little catharsis because now I won't be wasting any time at any point trying to, you know, just third party educate myself by Watch sitting through the show. Season four, just to have and some then perspective. Just, just, just cut it out. I, I, why bother? I totally, but why I totally bother? Agree. Cause, because cause the, fir the, the first three seasons really solid seasons of yep. Game of Thrones. And then yep. after that, uh, thus far, I have just been steadily and steadily more and more let down. Yep. Those first four seasons are yeah, four, I, I agree with the you. The first four seasons are really cool. You can really get into it. I, I like you would actually maybe even enjoy yourself, I dare say, Nicholas. I, I don't even want to I don't want to corrupt my visual imagery. I really don't at this point. I've got I've got my characters formulated in my head. It. You know, I've got I've got my pronunciations in my head, which apparently the show is butchering. And uh, I'm just I don't need to pollute it. I've got a good thing. I'll wait another four years for Winds of Winter. <laughs> Go from it's, there. It's probably it's probably four years too. Yeah, you're probably spot on. Well, luckily we've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe to keep us busy in the time being. A and Rogue One. Amen. 232 days. Hey, Robert. Yes. What are you geeking on this week? 
Uh, I just finished the second season of Daredevil, and holy fucking shitballs, is that incredible? I I agree with you. Yeah, no, I just start to finish uh, everything to do with Elektra, Frank Castle, The Hand, uh, Matt Murdock continuing to be a badass, like, all of it. Uh, very, very well done. So I, I I was impossibly well pleased with with how the second season turned out. So I'm really looking forward to the next one, and Luke Cage for that matter. So that's gonna be fucking awesome, right? Yeah, love me some Power Man. Uh, Nick, what about you? What have you been geeking on? Uh, I've been actually been geeking somewhat on sort of self-flagellating with uh, Song of Ice and Fire web teasers, blurbs, and whatnot. Um, But when I haven't been doing that, I've actually been back in the real world and geeking on some professional sports playoffs, Mm -hmm. specifically the NHL and NBA are right in their prime right now. My Blackhawks got ousted in Game 7 by our hated rivals, uh, St. Louis Blues. Hell of a game, hell of a series. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Hockey. If if you're not a if if you're not a guy who, like, we have two guys in the show this now that aren't they're not sports guys. They'll admit to it. Yeah, I'm not a sports guy. Which two of those? It'd be you and you and Joe. Ah, I would I would encourage you if you wanted to maybe put your toe in the water of sport to make hockey that sport particularly um, playoff hockey see I, I i have wanted to get into hockey for a while i feel like that is something that i could genuinely get into if i put the time and effort into it hockey does not stop there's no huddles there's no um a, a pitcher it's the holding the ball, sports the, ball. It, it really is it does not stop it's con- and it's brutal and it's uh, it's exciting, and the guys who do the the play by play on TV are really good at like like hyping up inflection and and it's it's great. They keep you engaged, it, and nothing, were, no sport has benefited more from boxing. from the transition to HD than hockey. Uh, no, I, I agree I that wholeheartedly. It's completely changed. You know, I, I think the ability to get into it at home and even I, that's the one sport i never played i don't know man so I, hd made it so that those noses on the curling players feel like they're in my living room <laughs> <laughs> i just you can actually follow the puck on yeah hd which yeah is nice. it, it makes just such a huge difference so yeah if i would i would encourage you guys if you were to ever say like like because i know like last year one of rob's new year's resolutions was to become a sports guy uh, to, it was to be. It was to watch more sports. It watch was not more to become sports. a sports okay. guy because I knew that was shooting for something unachievable. Well, I would make I would make hockey the sport that you were going to do because it's uh, it's it's exciting shit. Oh, definitely. I, 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 have, yeah, I think I think worlds. I think playoff hockey, um, particularly if you have the luxury of catching like a deciding game, like a game seven, and then maybe even overtime or the NCAA basketball tournament, or possibly the World Series. You get some good riveting television. I would even say, like, uh, I really enjoy the World Cup, even, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's a little bit more of an acquired taste, but the spectacle is there. Very Olympiad. You know, especially in playoff, if it's a like a game seven playoff hockey where there has to be a winner, it can't because hockey can end in a tie. Um, regular season. When you get into playoff hockey and there has to be a winner and they start doing the shootout. There's pull the goalie. There's no, well, yeah. Or when they pull a goalie and go empty net and it's just, it's all sorts of cool shit. Penalty kills, shorthanded goals are all awesome. It's just really neat. So I'm watching, I'm watching predators uh, ducks right now. Game seven. So yeah, my, I'll I'll watch the Stanley cup finals, no matter who's in my mojo kind of left me this week with my Blackhawks. I because I'm ignorant of hockey. Is there a world cup and also a Stanley World Cup, Cup is, or is it World just Cup a Stanley is soccer. Cup? World, World Cup, Cup soccer. is soccer. Stanley yeah, that's what Cup. I thought. Okay. Yeah, Lord Stanley's Cup is guy who uh, is, is a sports guy. No, that's yeah. alright. Easy question. Okay. No shade. No shade. <laughs> and you mix in so you mix in some NBA playoffs along with the hockey, usually on the same night. So you've got some good flip back and forth, and that's a that's a good sports evening. And a lot of cool French, a lot of cool like French and Eastern Bloc Russian names in hockey too. Yeah, well, you can you can you can play like Game of Thrones character or Game of Thrones actor or NHL player pretty easily. Yeah, <laughs> like our boy Jamie Lannister. Right. Jamie Lannister plays. He's a uh, uh, he's the captain for the uh, San Jose Sharks. Yeah, he's like their left winger, Nikolai right. Javi Bulin. Costerwallo. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yes. Very Slavic. Right. Half Thor Bjornsson is what? Like yeah, a, he's yeah, yeah. I think he's like a, a beater or something. He's a, no, he's a yeah, he's, he's a, a yeah. He's, he's the he's the muscle. He's he's the muscle for the uh, for the Predators. Yeah, he's a third line muscle for he's, the Predators. He's actually the bouncer. Just for for the is whole that, event. Is that the person who throws the quaffle into the keeper goal? Close. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> Robin Joe and their. Uh, their road to sports is as yet unpaved, but points for effort. <laughs> Joe, what are you geeking on this Go week, team. brother? <laughs> Go Gay <Go>. sports. <laughs> um, man, I had an answer ready, and then I lost it laughing about stuff. Oh, speaking of things that I was laughing about, those monks on the toast are probably. <laughs> not- <laughs> I laughed so hard that I have like forty minute abs. yeah every single one of them too uh when they're when they're designing maps when they're doing renaissance art god the maps were fucking hilarious every one of those only because i I also i I guess i hadn't really seen many medieval maps before (laughs) just what does hell look like uh big upside down beehive (laughs) Uh, i think my my favorite one is uh, hey, what, uh, so fish. They go on the knight's head. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course they do. So like lengthwise? No, no, no. Vertically, no, like, like by up the and ear. down, like, like ears. ears. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And then then you scroll down and see the picture. It's like Jesus, that's and, funny. And, and lo and behold, there's the fish knight. So when dogs and birds make out, it's normally the bird on top, right? Yes, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or just draw England like some sort of fucked up dick. It's all right. No one will care. <laughs> god. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, what's the, what's uh, the nearest how, country to how, Scotland? 
A giant lobster. A giant <laughs> lobster, yes. <laughs> How long are people's necks? A uh, bit longer. Like this? bit longer. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Just uh, draw a tiny man with a scroll in the corner. Like a beep? No, just a tiny man. People will get it. <laughs> so funny. That's really good. <sighs> Rye, how about you? Uh, I found a new podcast that I'd like you guys to check out. Oh. And I know I'm I'm either batting a thousand or I'm batting five hundred. You know, well, you are batting. solid. You're a solid five hundred. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's called Tanis, T A N I S, and it like is a half elf. Is that a name of a half elf? Yeah, Tanis half elven. I did not know that. You have my fucking collection of Dragonlance books still, you asshole. Oh, sorry. Rob is very passionate. Uh, I am. I've had a couple of drinks. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway, it's a Most it's a passion fruit vodka. Yeah. It's a, it's a, <laughs> Kirkland's choice pork chop vodka. <laughs> it's it's totally it's totally fictional. There's there's not a shed of truth. Anything was stupid. It's kind of like uh uh Da Vinci Code, where all the historical stuff is 100% factual. And then they build a fictional story around it. Um, listening to it, you guys, did you, uh, I, maybe Nick has, did you guys ever play Myst? Yeah. Or like uh, Zork Nemesis? You ever play Zork Nemesis? No. Okay. I feel like I should, though. I just Myst. on principle. Okay, you know how Myst is like a click around puzzle game where you'll read like a letter from the guy you're trying to find or some doctor, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what this is like. It's a dude who is trying to figure out the, like the fictional concept of what Tannis is. And there's like code breaking and, and sabotage and clandestine things. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, it's engrossing. I think it's pretty cool. So, yeah, like uh, it's it's like a red background with a question mark. Yeah, uh, the website. Uh, I just about? I pull it up in the podcast app on my iPad. Uh, let me let me go there because I don't want to tell you the right thing or the wrong thing there. I'll just search for it. T a n i s. T a n i s. Tanis. Yep. The uh, Pacific Northwest Stories. For Pacific Northwest Stories. Yep. Excellent. A bi-weekly podcast from the creators of Pacific Northwest Stories. Yeah, that's the one. It's uh, Perfect. it's really cool. Real digestible episodes, and uh, I've listened to uh, probably a, I want to say eleven of them. Nice. Yeah. Hey, I tell you what, twelve hundred thirty-seven reviews, and it's at four and a half stars. It can't be bad. Oh, speaking of, oh. I also picked up I Lovecraft today. You guys should check that out. I Lovecraft. Yep. It's uh same vein as um, as the Edgar Allan Poe Jack. Yeah, they they also got. I'm pretty sure they've also got like an IPO. Yeah, yeah I have I have IPO. Is is I Lovecraft? Same, good? I, I'm fairly certain. Same company, same vein. Cool. Yeah, because I like my IPO. Yeah, cool, cool stuff. I agree. Good call. Cool beans, dude. <laughs> hey, what is uh? Uh, just out of curiosity, did you ever exercise the phantom that's on the podcast? Or is he still there? Oh, he's here. Okay. Hello. Hi, <laughs> phantom. This is somber poltergeist. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was our uh, 
That was our banter cast. Woot woot. Cast. Nicely sure, done. We surely There's did probably that. some plugs. You can stick around for them. They're at the end, normally at the show. Like right yeah. now. Did you say meow? Right meow. Operation Supply Drop has been with us from the beginning, and we are a better podcast for it. These guys send video game care packages to our troops both domestic and abroad, and have raised well over a million dollars in doing so. If you could help us return the favor by following them on Twitter at OP Supply Drop and by checking them out at OperationSupplyDrop.org, we would thank you most kindly. If you don't get enough of Geek Cash Joe, check me out on my other show, This Freakin' Show, at ThisFreakin'Show.com. In a poll where Professor Xavier, Luke Skywalker, and Garfield the Cat were all asked, what is their favorite coffee? None of them answered because they're all fictional characters. But if they could, they would have said Death Wish Coffee, the world's strongest coffee. Be sure to check them out at deathwishcoffee.com and be sure to hit them up on the iTunes or Google Play. Check out Death Wish Coffee. If you have listened to the show before, you are most likely familiar with the guys from Wayward Raven. And if you haven't listened to the show, you're going to have to just trust me on this one. These guys are the best and have some kick-ass wares over at waywardraven.com. So head over there and check them out. Use our discount code NECKBEARD and save yourself some dollar bills. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm GCR, filling in for Rob Bass this week. Enjoy the music and enjoy Come and Get Your Love by Redbone.